Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. Uh, and I'm living rent-free inside of your head, but it's a little bit cramped because I'm just stuck inside the, the like, hypothalamus and it's, it's not very roomy in there, so. Yeah. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Happy Thanksgiving, Remington. Happy, happy Thanksgiving to all, and to all uh, a, a good thank. <laughs> and to all a good thank. Wonderful. Are you, are you going to celebrate in your traditional fashion, Sean? Uh, what, pray tell, what do you think my traditional fashion is, Remington? Well, I mean, for Thanksgiving, you tend to do the old thank and yank, so. I. Who am I thanking and who am I yanking, Rem? Well, I mean, I assume you choose, but, uh... <laughs> look, I'm, I'm, I, you would know more about your traditions than I. Oh, I see, I see. Because this is clearly one of my traditions that I do on the regular for Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. You know, some people have turkey, some people have stuffing. Well, I mean, you can also do those things. I didn't think it was, like, instead of. I, I always assumed it was in addition to. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive, essentially. Uh, probably not. Once again, this is, it's your tradition, homie. Oh, God. Well, Remington, uh, no, no, no. Uh, we're not here to talk about my theoretical, very lonely traditions. Um, <laughs> it doesn't need to be lonely. I think you can I thank, think like you it. can thank and yank with the boys. <laughs> A circle thank and yank, if you will. Yeah. Gratitude and <laughs> splatitudes, if, it, if you will. If anything, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> As as a collective. Yeah. Oh, Christ almighty. This was going to be a wholesome episode, but now, now it's, now it's Are not. you implying that the thank you yank is not wholesome? Uh, I mean, holes can be involved, I suppose, but like, as a general rule, it's not something you usually talk to your grandma Lots about, Lots of people you know? are doing the yank without any of a thing. <laughs> so remember, folks, always be thankful when you're yanking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you can be thankful to us. <laughs> How does the man do it? It's how, how does the man make it just, just so smooth of a transition? It's a subtle, you got to be subtle with your, with your self promotions, you know, your ad reads. Oh, That's boy. why doing them in the first five minutes of the podcast doesn't get anybody, you know, uncomfortable or perturbed. You got to loosen them up with uh, talk of thanks and yanks. <laughs> I see. Uh, but no, Remington, uh, it's Thanksgiving, and it's a bit, Thanksgiving is a bit of a tricky thing for us on the podcast, because uh, we release to the public on Saturday, right? Yeah. But generally speaking, on our Patreon, we release on Thursdays, uh, you know, a couple days early, or whenever Dylan, you know, gets a spur of editing in his brain, and he just decides to do things out of order. But generally speaking, Thursdays are usually when patrons can expect uh, the episodes to drop. So in a way... We are kind of think doing this on Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. And because we're doing this on Thanksgiving, uh, I promised last week uh, when we did our, you know, 
very uh, heavily requested uh, fart anime episode uh, that this week we would be doing something highly requested and much larger in scale than uh, what we've done in recent times due to our super busy schedules. So are we are we thanking our audience? Are they are are you thanking me? Am I thanking you? Who's thanking who? And who's yanking who? Uh hey <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna answer who's yanking Remington because I feel like that's best to be a surprise in this situation. A surprise yank, if you will. <laughs> but the people that we're thanking this time around is a little bit you, Remington. There is a little bit of thanks towards you. Uh, but it's primarily th- being thankful to all the lovely people who have supported us all this time and all these years, right? And to show that we're thankful, I've decided to do a show that, quite frankly, I had been avoiding. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. And not because I think it's a bad show. Quite the opposite, in fact. I think it's a very solid show. But you know I'll hate it, and so all the people are going to kill us. No, no, no. Well, I-, I mean, Rem, knowing you, you have the potential to hate just about any show we talk about. So that could still happen, but honestly, if that does happen, I'm not going to be upset. Uh, it's it's all the other people that are going to be upset. Can't wait. Uh, no. The, the reason I've hesitated to do this show is twofold, right? The first reason is because I have a complex history with it. Oh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say that junior high and early high school, Sean had a lot of experience with it, and man, did they not help with the whole, like, socially acceptable thing, you know? (laughs) And it'll make sense once you hear what it is. And the second reason is because it's not technically anime. (laughs) Oh, you dirty dog, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, I I don't make the rules. I mean, I do, but I don't. Anime is in the title of the podcast, folks. That's what I'm trying to say. But this thing is so very anime in production value and styling that... It, it basically counts. And since it came out, we've gotten nonstop requests to cover it. And I figured now would be finally the time, and I should just get over my uh, internal biases towards it. I have no idea what the fuck to expect. Yeah, well, Remington, I've got a, a question for you. How salty you feeling? You know, I, I guess I would say the average amount, so quite a bit. <laughs> From all the confusion that I've laid uh, at your feet so early in this episode? Yeah. Well, Remington, no need to... Uh, be so uh, nervous about it, uh, because Remington, the show we're talking about today was the source and still is the source of high quality uh, quantities even of salt production in the world and may or may not have sparked lots of angry moments in my childhood. Because, Remington, today we're going to be talking about League of Legends. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, wait a minute! <laughs> And watching the incredibly popular Netflix original series, Arcane. All right. Okay. So I, I, I know nothing about League of Legends. I've heard. Good. I've, I've heard good, <laughs> good things about Arcane. Uh, and a lot of people have told me to watch it. And I was like, you know, it, it'll happen on the podcast eventually. So I can't. Um, but also what I didn't tell them was uh, miss me with that shit. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog. Hey, dog. Same. Cause it's like. <laughs> You're like, hey, let's combine, because as you say, it's like, it's not anime, but it, it has the fandom. Like, the, it has, all, all the anime weebs are really into it. Uh, and so you take the weebs, and you take the the hardcore gamers that play League of All Things, and so are inherently toxic, yeah. and you're like, let's- Hardcore MOBA gamers yeah, of oh, all God, things, Oh, God, and you're yeah. like, let's bring them together, and I'm like, I- 
That th- those are two. That's, <laughs> that's that fuck. is a volatile combination that you don't want to mess with usually. Yeah. And like back in the day, like I was never super into League, right? I mostly only ever played it because I had friends that played it and wanted to play with me, and I was like, I need social interaction and time to play. Now you were an Overwatch slut. I yeah. I mean yeah, but that came out after we had graduated. Well, and before that, uh, t- uh, Team Fortress. You you liked the good old like five v five bullshit things. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I I like st- strategic FPSs essentially. You know, there are two genders. Like... <laughs> there are two genders. <laughs> uh, one one is MOBA. The other one is five v five FPS. Yeah, uh, it was much better when it was six v six though. It's got to be said. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not I'm not saying that Blizzard killed Overwatch, but Blizzard definitely killed Overwatch and all of their reputation. But we're not here to talk about Blizzard. We're here to talk about Riot and League of Legends. Uh, I played a decent amount of League of Legends, but I was never great at it, and that only fed into the anger and frustration. Because League of Legends, for all the hate I give it, is a incredibly complicated game. Uh, because there's management of buying uh, your upgrades per round there are the different positions there are is league the one with diamond cars i i i don't maybe i think so i can't remember dude (laughs) i genuinely cannot remember like i did i my research for this was watching the show and reading up on it a bit i wasn't gonna reinstall league to make sure i was up to date on the gameplay aspects of it (laughs) i i think that sounds right because i distinctly remember lots of crystals in league because dota was definitely a lot more like grungy if i recall <laughs> okay cool i'll be honest you could show me any number of images from league and uh dota and yep. i think i i i think it'd be 50 percent chance of of how accurate i am on which one is which because in my mind they are the exact same yeah they are very similar uh but in my defiance of league i played more dota you know <laughs> oh okay i see i see uh, mostly because Total Biscuit back in the day had a Dota series and that made me want to play it, but I only ever played by myself because nobody would play Dota with me. Uh, look, MOBAs, MOBAs are complicated, man, and I, there's a reason I don't really play them anymore, um, aside from the fact that I was horrible at them. And, yeah, League of Legends... Well, my, I guess my thing is, like, I've never... How do you get a story out well, of this? Well, no, I've never heard of anybody having fun playing yeah. a MOBA. Yeah. There, like, any story or any instance that I've seen, there... They're angry, salty, and bitter, and they're just not having a good time. And so I'm like, why do this to yourself? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but to, as somebody who has played a ha- quite a few MOBOs in his time, I understand where it comes from. Because... The illusion of dopamine. Exactly, exactly. Because you get that dopamine hit once you land a kill or you win your first game. And once you get that first like strong dose of dopamine... You're just chasing that high, man. You're chasing <laughs> that high. And there are unfortunately the type of games that attract people who are, have a hard time self-reflecting. So they're always angry primarily at their teammates first and then themselves last, you know? Yeah. And that's where a lot of the toxicity in the community comes from. And you can say that about any multiplayer game, but it especially uh, came out in MOBAs because of the complexities. Like, people would be blamed and insulted for buying one item at a slightly wrong time and blaming that for the entire loss of the game, rather than, you know, anything they could have done differently on their end, faults of their own or uh, whatever. And it is, it's an unfortunate side of, you know, the gaming industry that uh, still persists to this day, but thank God I am not in that scene anymore. 
But we're not really here to talk about the game, because weirdly, Rem, the game doesn't matter so much to the show. I mean, don't get me wrong. All the characters in the show are from the games. Like, the setting is correct from the games. Is, is League, like, something with actual meaningful lore, is it, or is it, like, the illusion of lore, where it'll, like, vaguely gesture at something and then say, don't worry about it? Uh, yes and no, I would say. All right, cool. There's lots, there's lots of, like, separate lore out there, and, like, every time a new character comes out, there's, you know, biographies and how they are related to other characters and things of that nature. And, like, there's lots of lore implications out there, but Arcane is, like, the first, like, major standalone thing that even if you're not a League of Legends fan, you can jump into it and not be lost or confused by it, you know? Uh, I get confused and by a lot of things, Sean. This is true, this is true, but I, I even even you, Remington, even you can follow the plot lines of Arcane Impressive. without ever having to have touched League of Legends. And it's the story uh, primarily of two sister characters uh, and some of the surrounding people and the cities that they grew up in and live in. And it's Pretty straightforward from there, because that's all the show is about. It's about this kind of dystopian dual city situation. Um, oh, Piltover and Zahn, I believe, are the name of the cities. One is very much like a where all the rich, highbrow, utopian type people live, and the other is the more underground, slumish area where a lot of undesirables are kept, you know, away from you know the more self-respecting people. And of course, there's a lot of civil unrest between the two. Rebellions are cropping up. Violence is in the works. And your typical city versus city, misfits coming together type of violence storytelling with a series of fairly recognizable characters and how their relationships grow and develop to theoretically the current timeline of games. So kind of like a prequel, if you will, for a group of characters. All I know is that there is blue girl, blue haired girl. Yes. Yes. Uh, she is one of the two main ones. I don't know if I have ever seen an image of the other one. Are you sure that there's two main characters, or is there one main yes, character I and am. somebody else? Yeah, no, there are two main characters, uh, the two sisters. Uh, that would be Jinx and Vi. Li okay, I've heard Jinx. I have literally never heard of Vi. You've never heard of Vi? Not once in my goddamn life. Okay, well, uh, you've definitely seen Jinx, because Jinx is the blue-haired one who has, like, a bazooka, wears, like, a bikini top, and looks absolutely insane. Uh, so basically, like, most of, uh, Remington's ex- uh, sorry, most of Dylan's exes. <laughs> hey, only, only a <laughs> handful of my exes, okay? <laughs> and you, you've had more variety. You've had yeah, more variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and definitely the source of some complicated feelings from a younger Sean. <laughs> uh, and Vi is kind of like her, uh, how to describe her? She's kind of like the older sister character, but she has massive fists. My massive iron my fists. My immediate prediction. Yeah. Vi has to die. Otherwise, why would I have not heard of her? Vi's gonna die, and Jinx is going to have like this vengeance story where it's gonna get pissed and is gonna be like, I'm coming for you, you sons of bitches. It'll be a nice little revenge tale or whatever, and that will justify why I have literally never fucking heard of Vi. <laughs> You've never seen you've never seen her before. Not once in my life. Hmm, <laughs> that's a shame. But you've definitely seen uh her, right? Yes, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So we're just on we're on the same page. We're on the same page. You've seen one, but never seen the other. Their stories are wildly interconnected and very important to each other. So yeah, that's basically all I need to tell you is that it's primarily about these two and their relationship. 
as well as the relationship between these cities and the world around them. And it's a love letter to fans of the series, while also being a fairly solid and artistic standalone show. Because I'll say it right now, Remington, the show is gorgeous. Like, the animation style is lovely. The, it's got like a almost painterly style to I it. I can't it wait to like see how, how beautifully they depict Vi's death scene. <laughs> you will not Look, be able man. to convince me otherwise. Honestly, you can't say one way or another, but man, I'm, I feel so confident. You're 100% confident that Vi, like, you've never heard of her because she's fucking toast. It, it's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Surely not because League of Legends has been going on for a long-ass time, and there are so many characters, it wouldn't be surprising if you no, didn't No, but even in character. reference to Arcane, Arcane's the only reason I know the blue-haired one, but I ain't never seen the other! <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, Rem. All right. And for those League of Legends fans out there who are like, well, actually, you got this particular aspect of the relationship wrong, dog. Fuck off. <laughs> chill. <laughs> chill. Fuck off. There's a reason I left. There's a reason I left. The important thing is, the show, we're going to be going into this show as a standalone series, right? Like, as two dudes who don't give a rat's ass about League of Legends as a game, primarily, we're going into this and just... We're going to watch it and judge it how, for what it is presented as such. And this is our lovely gift to everybody on Thanksgiving. It was heavily requested. And, you know, it's the holiday. So you got to you got to you got to bend the rules a little bit. Got to occasionally give people what they want. And look, Remington is just going to be so excited to finally watch his favorite character, Vi, bite the dust. <laughs> as it were. Cool lady with the big fists. Yeah, no, can't wait for her. Man, to die, what a twist it's going Remington. to be when it's actually Jinx who dies. And the whole story is <laughs> right. actually about Vi, and I will be even more confused. <laughs> well, let's just see how confused you are, Remington, because there's not really much else to say. Uh, and you are going to be watching the whole thing, because it's only nine episodes. <gasps> You're lucky I love you, you son of a bitch. It's not for me. You're lucky you give it's a good thanking yank. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm known for. It's amazing I'm still single. Uh, <laughs> all right, so without further ado... Let's get straight into it. Let's go watch some Arcane. And we are back after watching the entirety of the first season of the hit 2021 Netflix animated series, Arcane. And Remington, uh, one little detail I forgot to mention about... Uh, the little nine episodes we were watching, and I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot yeah. that they were double lengths. <laughs> oh, oh, you just, you just forgot that bit. Well, I did, because I'll be honest with you, Remington, when I watched it, I binged it all in one session, so I, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh... But with that being said, Remington, uh, the other thing I forgot to mention was uh, the other main reason we're doing this show. It's because season two for the show was announced as well. And, okay. And I figured that's part of the timeliness. That and the sheer quantity of emails we got in regards to this show since that uh, announcement is, uh, well, look, we've been getting emails like at least every other day for this show because people are like, hey, like, I know it's not anime, but it's like, anime adjacent and like it's really good and like i want you guys to uh talk about it um and so you know here we are and ever since the season two announcement uh i've just been getting more 
So the real question is, Remington, do you think this was worth all of everybody's frantic praise and desire to get it uh, covered by us? Was it worth celebrating our Thanksgiving together by, you know, watching an animation about League of Legends? <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, like, you know what? I'll, I'll just open with my thesis statement, you know? Okay. Open with my thesis statement. Uh, I think it's a good show. I think the more League of Legends it is, the worse it is. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. And something that happens throughout the show is that as we get closer to reaching uh league of legends league of legends as the show goes on and as it goes from being like uh more more authorial more editorial more more creative in its vision for all of these things right uh be, because it's taking a lot of characters and it's more or less a prequel for for a bunch of them correct correct and and the closer it gets to just getting to the characters as they exist in league of legends um, the more forced it becomes. <laughs> like, there, there's there's a lot of pretty good creativity uh, early in the series. Later in the series, there there's quite a bit that's, uh, and then this happens. And without fail, I'd be like, all right, so that's some bullshit from the game. And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, Remington, you and I are coming from an interesting perspective where our knowledge of League of Legends lore is, uh, let's just say the most generous way we can say it, lacking. Uh, yes, oh, oh, certainly, certainly. Because, uh, like, even though I played it for about two years back in the day, I, that was before I, look, I'm going to be honest, I played it for my friends. I played it for my friends and maybe one or two pretty girls that were also playing it. Like, I I was so not invested in the lore, I was mostly dealing with trying not to rip my hair out from losing so many games. <laughs> yes, yes. So, basically going into this as a completely blind viewer, which I will say is what a lot of people praise the show for, is as a completely uh, separate thing that if you've never seen anything League of Legends, you can still get a good amount out of the show as a whole. Uh, the question is, is how much that rings true to you, Remington? Uh, I, I would generally agree. Um, however, I, I think that it does occasionally feel like uh, if everybody's laughing at the inside joke and you're just kind of there looking around for anybody to explain to you what the fuck's going on, right? There, there's definitely a couple moments like that. Just that panicked look around of being like, all right, I know this is something, but what? <laughs> I think the first one that comes to mind is, like, in either the first or second episode, where it's like, oh, what's your name? Ah, Victor. And then it cuts away, and it's like, hmm, that's somebody, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's it's somebody like, important. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like I'm watching a sitcom, and somebody I've never seen in my goddamn life shows up, and the crowd fucking goes wild. Everybody starts cheering, and they get, like, a, a, an applause ovation as they enter and i'm like i don't i don't know who the fuck this is uh and then it's like oh this is the celebrity guest star i'm like i don't know who the fuck that is though <laughs> right it's just <laughs> it, it that it, there so there were there were definitely a couple moments i think overall it's still watchable but uh the, you know it 
it's not a seamless experience yeah. if you don't know shit. And before people give me crap, I will say, quite like Victor, but that's because I like mad scientist characters. <laughs> so, uh, episode one, we open up with like a flashback to, to uh, a battle, a war of sorts, uh, where our, our two protagonists, they witness, uh, they witness their, their parents die and are taken in by a kind brawler uh, named Vander. Uh, and it, it's a nice little heartfelt opening, right? Nice and emotional. Um, and then we cut to the intro, which will s- fucking uppercut you because it's, it's just Imagine Dragons. Yeah, no, I... A I, song I... that does not really fit the vibes. So, uh, most Imagine Dragon songs. Yeah, like, they, don't get me wrong, I think they're overhated, uh, but uh, also, did, mm, I don't think this is it. Uh, and then it <laughs> gets one. weirder later when there's a full-on animated cameo of, of Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, like, almost an animated music video for a minute. And I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's for the fans of Imagine Dragons and the fans of League, you know, that crossover. Real strange. Um, like I'm like, did they do it for free if they could get a cameo? What's the purpose? Uh nonetheless, we we get uh we we cut uh, a little bit forward. Now Vander is uh taking care of the children, uh, but we see the children, they're going into the rich part of, of the city, right? Mm-hmm. Um uh, Piltover. And, and, yeah, I'm not there's so many names that I'm just not gonna say well i'm the lore guy so i have to supply it so (laughs) (laughs) yeah like like i said i may not know the lore but i did watch the series and i'm usually pretty good at retaining lore information from things i've watched yeah uh so so they're in the rich part of the city and uh uh vi and her sister powder uh who we will later know as jinx and who i only knew as jinx yep um and then uh two two others two others that are pretty good well, one of them has a bit of character. The other one is just exists, I guess. I mean, he's the um, big guy, so. Yeah, Milo and the other one. <laughs> Milo uh, and the other one. Look, the other one, they could have added some character to them, but it felt like a deliberate decision not to. Any opportunity they could have, they avoided it. Uh, uh, that was Clagger, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, how could we forget Clagger? <laughs> oh, Clagger. Hey, hey, Jinx didn't forget Clagger. Though I will uh, like, say, I will say, the one thing that I did notice and find amusing was, um, uh, Clagger gets a little tiny doll, whereas... <laughs> whereas, like, Milo gets this full, like, like junk recreation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, there, there was a lot more effort put into Milo than Clagger, which, uh... They're, 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 they're <laughs> gonna a... die if you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so they do this heist on this inventor's home, basically, right? Uh, this big old heist, and it, it's actually pretty straightforward. Uh, it, they they go and start stealing a bunch of shit, and if it weren't for Powder blowing shit up, then they they would have gotten away with it. I mean, to uh, be so- fair, she picked up pretty crystals, and they just so happen to be explosive, you know? <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. You see something shiny and blue, and you're like, ooh, for me? And then you drop it, and it blows up an apartment. You know, that's just sure. the way it goes. Uh, one, one emphasis is like, oh, Powder is a jinx, huh? That's how she gets her name. Um, and how she fucks up every mission she's on, which, like, I don't disagree with. Yeah. She's a wild liability. Oh, 100%. 
And it's simultaneously like one of the major themes of the show, while also I feel like being insufficiently addressed. Because uh, it, it's like, man, she's a huge liability. And then you'll have some characters that, w- like, we should agree with be like, no, that's not true. And then she'll continue to be a huge liability for literally everybody the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, so. Yeah, I mean, she gets called a liability quite regularly, but nobody ever does anything to try and make that less of an issue. Because, like, all of the major protagonists or interesting antagonists, uh, all, all the people we want to, like, agree with are like, no, she's not. But then it's all the, like, bland bitch antagonists that are like, she is. Um, like, it, it's clear they, they want us to choose a certain side, but also that side is just wrong. Yeah, no, and I find that extra interesting because I think it's because of how wrong they are that uh, she gets driven to the point she does, you know? Yeah, uh, well, and I'm just, I feel, I just want the show to, like, look me in the eyes at, like, episode seven or eight and be like, no, uh, we, it, 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 that, that, that is the case. That, it definitely is. Yep. Uh, it, it's just a weird note. Uh, nonetheless, uh, they, they run, they escape the enforcers in the rich part of the city. They get back to the undercity and, uh, in, in the undercity, some, just street thugs accost them and powder dumps all of the goods just all of them uh and i'm not a hundred percent like it's obvious like hey fuck you you can't get it don't hurt me they're gone now or like with all these arcade artifacts like nobody is like oh right there so we should that like i can swim (laughs) um you want to swim in that water i don't know man for if if you are like hey all right i have put a hundred thousand dollars but you're gonna you're gonna have to dive into literal shit i'm like all right you know the exact spot it is in that literal shit and you're like yeah it's exactly right there i'm like okay i'm i'm diving look <laughs> i'm a broke ass bitch i'm doing it <laughs> it's at this point we'd like to remind you patreon.com so that Remington doesn't have to dive headfirst into shit on a regular basis. It's starting to become a problem. His girlfriend. I mean, that's really us. that's really the motto for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Remington dives into shit on a regular basis. Uh, but yeah, they just kind of are like, well, not much we can do. <laughs> but I feel like there is, and maybe if they made a comment where it'd be like, oh, now it's ruined or something. I don't know. It just <laughs> they're they're like, ah, what are you gonna do? The implication is you don't want to get into the shit water, room. <laughs> well, they, I feel like that shouldn't be, they, they need to make it very explicit why this life-changing heist, like why this life-changing haul is just going to be left there. Get in the goddamn shit water. You're not that <laughs> desperate, apparently. Like, it's <laughs> uh, so, uh, there's some disagreements and, and people being down on, uh, on powder about, her fucking it all up uh milo especially he's he's the lockpick he's the sneaky one he's also a bit uh brash as it were um he he has the potential for an interesting character uh but isn't as developed enough better than his brother claggard but (laughs) uh but not great still uh then we see vander the barkeep and uh the whole crew's father uh Talk, uh, talk with some traders, establish the, the lay of the land and 
uh, truly laying down the law in his bar, right? Uh, he asks about the heists, learns how it went, he's like, you gotta be safe, and they're like, but we're independent now, and he's like, uh, the, be careful, darn You're you. You're also seven. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I will say, and I think it was one of my favorite moments of the entire show, uh, is in the first episode, when they get accosted by the thugs, right? They have this, uh, like, intense battle of just fists and casual fighting. Like, it's, it's scrappy, it's desperate, uh, there's not a ton, uh, there's, like, a little bit of technique, but there's way less technique than you would expect it from a show like this, right? Mm. Uh, there's no superpowered anything. It's just a bunch of just humans, and it'll show, like, slow-motion shots of just a fist to the face or just a grapple. Um, and I, I really like that opening to contrast with the more intense and crazier battles later on. Yeah, like, I mean, the most controlled one of the law is obviously Vi, but we later see that because she is nonstop training her hand-to-hand fisting, uh, fisticuffs, as it were. Yeah, he's always, Sean always likes that fisting. Uh, <laughs> I, ew, ew, not with, especially not with uh, her hex tech later. Absolutely not. Oh my god! <laughs> like that'll that that you don't come back from that. <laughs> like uh, so then uh, enforcers arrive and are asking about everything. Uh, and one negotiates with Vander. Evidently, Vander had some sort of mysterious deal. Ooh, what's going on? Um, and the thugs who accosted them. The leader is punished until he rats on the kids. Uh, and and then we see this one guy that for a while I was calling Zuko, and then his name ended up being Silco, and then I, I, I just kept it Zuko in my notes for that reason. It, is it because he has a scar over his left eye? You're damn right it is! <laughs> Not for any other reason, just as like, hmm... That is a correlation between two characters, and there's nothing else involved, but it's good enough for me. Hey, man, I need to write something down in my notes, and if they don't give me a name immediately, that's what happens. You get get evil Zuko, which is just Zuko at the beginning of the story, but... Now as an adult. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, and then we see some, like, fucked up experiments with a rat. Uh, Bye... Zuko, but here's the thing. <laughs> You're still gonna call him Zuko. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, here's, here's the thing about that. At first, I was like, oh, okay, this is some, like, brand new tech by him, right? But later on, it just seems to be, like, a thing that exists more broadly? Yeah. Essentially what it is is it's super refined, magic-infused cocaine. <laughs> Liquid cocaine. Heroin, maybe. Yeah, I I think, and look, th- th- this is just going to be a problem because it's adapting league lore, right? Uh, it's that at one point they 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 have the hex tech, right? This unbelievably powerful and yet dangerous, uh, if used improperly, uh, use of of magic, right? Um, and then they also have shimmer, which is this unbelievably powerful yet dangerous use of uh, purple fluid. Uh, I feel like you could have told a story with just one. <laughs> I feel like you didn't need both. I, I feel like they don't add a ton. Uh, you can even just say, like, like maybe, like, Azuko gets his hands on 
uh, some some hex tech bullshit, right? Some a gem, an unstable gem, and that's what he makes all of it out of. And because it was unstable, it's fucked, but it's still real powerful. Uh, it, I I just think creating multiple different unstable, dangerous power sources feels like feels a little redundant. Well, I mean, the purple stuff is only unstable if it's in your body and you're not used to it. I guess. <laughs> also, it really fucks you up, apparently. Sure, but like, uh, but then we'll we'll meet a guy named Victor and his entire arc, and basically I'll just cover it now because yeah, Victor's like, done a little bit dirty. Um, uh, oh, one hundred percent, I agree. <laughs> Victor is this uh uh limp science boy who will help another science boy that we we haven't met yet. Uh, and Victor, he is big on it, but he's also, he's dying. Could you tell by the fact he's limping? That means he's dying, kids. Uh, <laughs> and so he's, he's gonna perish unless he does some dangerous experiments with the hex tech and does some, like, blood sacrifice rituals to it, and it fucks him up and straight up kills a really meaningless character yeah. uh, named Sky. That's the only time we'll mention Sky. Yeah. Uh, they they play it as heartfelt. Sorry, you had like one line of dialogue before you perished. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we see her like in the background in all of the other scenes with Jason uh, Victor, but it's like. If anything, that I should need, just tell you she's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I need like, more. I need more. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, so it's like, okay, you got two dangerous, unstable power sources, like, uh, homie, let, let's revise this story, alright? Let's give it a re little rewrite. You're, we you're, don't need, we don't need both. You're gonna have to go and talk to the, the game studio, because uh, very clearly, the one came before the other, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, I imagine that a lot of the things I critique, you'll be like, well, that's how it is in the game. Um, and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this show really should have just been like inspired by rather than adhered to the lore. Uh, especially in the case where it's like you got a bunch of League of Legends uh, heroes. What are they called? Uh, I think they're just called legends, if I'm not mistaken. Sure, why not? Uh, League of Legends legends. Uh, you, you got or all these characters. Or they might be called champions, actually. Yeah, they're champions. Sure. They're champions. Uh, yeah. Okay. You got all these champions from League of Legends. Uh, because this is more or less a prequel series, look, they're all gonna live. They're all gonna be fine, which is terrible because that loses a lot of stakes for a lot of characters. Uh, but hey, Remington, you don't know out of all the people there who are champions or not. I, look, the only one I was surprised, because afterwards I learned which ones were champions. The only ones I was surprised to hear was a champion. Uh, although I, I really should have known this from the opening of them obviously being important, was uh, Victor. Every other champion I, I identified was a champion. Uh, every other one, I was like, yeah, of course. And so I wasn't worried at all about them dying in any way. Uh, which, I'm, I'm gonna say, in season two, they need to kill off a champion. <laughs> like, episode one or two, honestly. Because otherwise, you're going to just have more casualties around all of the champions, right? And you'll reach a point where it's like, all right, it's basically just the champions, but you know all of them are safe. 
And so it can either keep introducing side characters you know will die because they only exist to die. Or early on you say, hey, fuck it, champions can die now. And everybody's like, oh, fuck, right? Those are your options. It's such an easy and obvious choice in my mind. I don't think it's the one they'll make. It's tragic. I mean, hey, they killed three kids in this series, Ram. That's impressive. Uh, episode two. Uh, you know, let's, let, let's just, instead of episode by episode, let's just talk about characters. Yeah, because, like, whole. Remington, if we go episode by episode, you're going to be here for a while, because there's a lot. There's yeah, a there's lot. Yeah, there's a fuck ton, this son of a bitch. Uh, there's so- a lot, but, like, hey, getting rid of it all at once means that people won't be as desperately uh, hounding me for more arcane when the second season comes out. Yeah. All right, so uh, we meet Jace. He's the inventor whose house got broken into, right? And uh, we see him and this girl, Caitlin. Uh, they have a bond together. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, they're like childhood friends. And then they're like, anyway, that's neither of, neither of their bonds are each other like they are more connected with everybody else basically mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame because uh, and- it makes it seem like they are you know these close childhood friends but their interactions are very surface yeah yeah uh and and jay sees an idealist who's trying to control magic with science how they like utilize science is you know a little bit because eh, <laughs> it, it's basically Ah, uh, yes, we can have revolutionary advancements. Just give us, like, three hours and we'll, uh, we'll get that Nobel Prize. And it's like, oh, okay, Jesus Christ. Um, as, as well as just being like, I don't know, it's magic or science or it's whatever. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> for a show that's, like, so big, especially for Jace's arc, about experimentation, uh, and science, it does not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, dog, I can tell you right now, I mean, yeah, he's an artificer, but, like, if you just called him a wizard, you wouldn't get much of a difference in terms of story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, they, and don't, so, they don't exactly go into, like, the technology aspect of it. Like, very clearly, they're making technology, but they don't exactly explain the process behind it, if that makes sense. Yeah, so initially, uh, the, the city is like, no, you can't do that magic bad, but then... uh. Uh, dying boy Victor shows up and is like, hey, what if I think you're onto something, kid? And so they, they work on it and boom, they are onto something. Brilliant. And then it's just inventing this brand new technology. It's very welcomed in the city throughout the series uh, and continuing its advancements to stabilize it, make it portable, uh, possibly able to be used for war. Ooh. Uh, Jace's I mean, arc, as all technology is. <laughs> yeah, Jace's arc is interesting, albeit it feels unfinished. Uh, well, hey, season two is coming out, so. Not a good excuse. Not a good excuse for your tertiary main character. Look, he's third in the lineup, but he is number three. And it, it's not unfinished in like an interesting, ambiguous way. Rather, it feels like in the final act... They were like, ah, now he is a vessel for other people's issues, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, he's an idealist, but he's being pulled into a lot of different directions, especially as he gains political power and he wants to use it for good. But what does that look like? And how do you navigate the, the pragmatic side of, of city politics so that you can achieve your idealistic goals? 
uh, even if that means that occasionally you will make some decisions that uh, appear corrupt or appear lackluster uh, so that you can almost like sneak in your idealism th- through that corruption. Uh, and it's, it's generally pretty interesting. There's like a minor note of being like, uh, oh man, Victor is not receiving any of the, the credit for any of this. Um, and then they'll like occasionally just bring that up and then shrug it off and say goodbye. And then it's especially off-putting later when Jace, who's just been this like inventor, scholar, politician, right? Uh, when he goes to being like, Ah, uh, now I have this jacked up hammer. Let's fucking go. Let's fight. And I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Cause he's, he's, he's a champion and he's, he's got a big fuck you hammer. And, and, uh-huh. and so they need to give him a big fuck you hammer. I mean, they allude to his family history being, you know, smiths and such. Sure, sure. And that's all fine. But they didn't exactly put a whole A family that makes hammers doesn't mean fuck you, I'm gonna make a big magic hammer and go into battle. Like, that's not what that means. That's not... It is to Jace. <laughs> it was wildly out of place. And I'm sure that League of Legends fans are like, hell yeah, he's got his hammer now. For me, I was like, that's... It's really dumb in context of just the show. Yeah. I will say, I... And then I, he almost... I... Then he kills a kid and he's like, oh no. And that's like the only time he uses the hammer. <laughs> Just to kill a kid. Okay, okay, that's a gross oversimplification. The kid, the kill, the dead kid was a complete all right, accident. All right, does he pull out the hammer meaningfully more than once, Sean? Uh, yes, to destroy uh the uh Shimmer Production Factory, and he kills a bunch of like roided out Shimmer guards, and then yeah. accidentally kills a child. Yeah, well, exactly. That's the only instance. The only instance is to destroy a factory where he kills a child. And so, but the, the child killing wasn't the reason. It was just a, a side effect, as it were. Well, and, and, and then that like child death is used for him to be like, oh, fuck, are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Jace. Yes, you are. Congrats. And, and meanwhile, he has like, Jace also has this story with his mentor, Heimerdinger, which is just this fucking thing. <laughs> this little troll doll. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's, there are lots of weird, like, uh, races in the, uh, League universe, and he just happens to be one of them, but he does feel a little out of place when he is literally the first one we see. Um. Yeah, yeah, and his thing is that, like, he's into science, but scared of magic, and he's also 307 years old, but you wouldn't know it because the way that this is framed is, is if he's 307 years old, but has, despite being a scientist interested in learning, tried to not learn shit for at least 200 of those years, um, if not more than that. And then his arc is, is Heimerdinger. He, he ends up in the third act. He goes to the Undercity, uh, apparently for the first time. He's been there since the city's founding. And this is first time being like, oh, let's, let's go to the broke side of the neighborhood. See what they're always complaining about. And he's like, holy shit. Things are bad over here. I mean, yeah, yeah. motherfucker, <laughs> you've been here. You, you're 307 years old, and you, you keep hearing about this conflict, and you never, even once, thought to go check it out, to go look and be like, ah, shit, yeah, it's pretty rough. Like, what the fuck? You're, you're awful, Heimerdinger. You fucking <laughs> suck. But he has a you're cute little worst. dog thing. 
You sure? <laughs> uh, Is that not enough for you? Terrible councilman. Uh, well, hey, he's not a councilman awful. anymore, so... Good! He was trash! Uh, he befriends Echo. Echo's thing is, hey, you briefly saw them as a kid, and now they're running this kind of utopian resistance movement. Alright, um, they, they don't give Echo a lot. They don't, I don't know, it doesn't really matter. Um, at one point, like, Jinx and Echo fight, and it's a dope fight. Uh, fun art style variation throughout, which is something that can be said through the whole show. Dope art, a- dope animation. But, Not exactly established, is it? <laughs> yeah, Echo and Jinx, it's like, oh man. And it keeps flashing back in their fight to like them as children. I don't know if in Act 1 when they were children, I don't know if they ever interacted. They didn't. I, <laughs> so, being like, hey, this fight, remember when we were kids, blah, 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 loses a bit of its luster. <laughs> yeah, look, they needed one extra episode as them as kids. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, oh, man. It, I, I saw... I, I saw it's, I, because I, I viewed the entire series, I felt okay with looking at other people's thoughts. Um, if if yeah. I only see a couple episodes, then I won't. But if I see the whole series season, then I will. Yeah, and no, somebody uh, was uh, like, hey. is this the best season of animated television ever? And I'm like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey. it's good. It's good. You need to chill the fuck out. Hey, Rem, imagine that just in our emails constantly. <laughs> Uh, so then we can properly go back to, uh, to, to our main two, Violet and, uh, Jinx, as it were, right? Violet and Jinx, and then also you'll get introduced to Kate. She doesn't matter. Don't worry about Kate. Uh, <laughs> Kate has a lot of screen time, doesn't do much. Eat your heart out, it's Kate mains. <laughs> if, if you looked at, like, the screen time per relevant actions done, like that ratio... Kate would have the worst one. Lots of screen time. Not a lot of relevant actions done. Uh, and the only relevant actions done are as, like, a secondary conduit to Vi. So Vi, the older sister, Jinx, the younger one, uh, at the end of Act 1, so at Episode 3, uh, you, you got the diabolical Silco who has different ideas for how to run the, the uh, Undercity, right? And... Uh, and, and him and Vander have, have squared off in the past. They're, they're brothers and brothers in arms, and yet they have major disagreements. And in fact, at one point, Vander uh, betrayed Silco, uh, and, and some bullshit happened and tried to kill him. Uh, and, and so uh, Silco, uh, eventually using his, his uh, evil purple fluid, he beats the shit out of a bunch of people, kidnaps Vander. Uh, which is a trap to get all of the the kids to show up. The kids minus Jinx show up, and I'll try to break him out. Uh, fight ensues. Oh man, it's nice and crazy. Um, they the uh, this show doesn't do a great job of making like other than that first episode fight. Any goon is the weakest goon imaginable. They are pure fodder, which is always a disappointment. Um, in this, you know, may even make the goons scary that that's what i would promote it gives that sense of danger but uh nah uh and so vi is just taking on an army by herself milo is doing some lock picking there's there's a nice moment where vander's like you got this kid and it's like oh a nice little sweet moment um clagger i don't know he's doing some bullshit it doesn't really <laughs> 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 i 
think he's like getting a way out, but it is so irrelevant. Um, uh, eventually, Jinx shows up and she has the little magic grenades, basically. Uh, she sends one in, it explodes everything, uh, kills all of her friends, and is basically responsible for the death of her father. Um, and, and then at the end, as Vi holds their dying father in their arms, in her arms, right? And is like, Jesus Christ, this is awful. Then Jinx just pops around the corner and is like, fuck yeah, I did it! And Vi's like, what the fuck? Jinx is like, I bombed the place. Mission accomplished. And Vi's like, I'm, I'm holding a dead dad in my arms right now. You did that, bitch. And Jinx is like, oh no. Uh, and then uh, the, the girls are separated. A random ass enforcer who becomes way more relevant for some reason uh, takes Vi. Um, and you're like, oh, what? what's going to happen there? Do, uh, taking them like to build a force against like Silco or whatever or uh, to do something there? No, just to jail her, I guess. Um, and tell them to abuse the shit out of her. That's not the vibe I got from him taking her away, but that's what happens. So that's weird. And then Silco, uh, he takes Jinx and raises her as uh, her new father. Father number three. <laughs> hey, third time's the charm, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and so they go their separate ways. Oh, no. As Vi is imprisoned until uh, she's not because of Kate. It's Don't worry about Kate. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish there was more to Kate. I wish there was. There's not. I mean, she's an enforcer who dreams of ju big justice ideals and such and wanting to, you know, protect those she cares about but that's, i guess and, yeah as well as you know solving the rampant like terrorism that's going on because people keep dying you know she look a cap but you know <laughs> well yeah i feel like she's just like oh man the bad stuff needs to stop and you're like all right and then she's like and i'm gonna do something about it it's like what are you gonna do have somebody else do something about it okay <laughs> Like, look, in the Kate Vi partnership, which there, there's romantic undertones of, of that, uh, that unfortunately, look, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, probably because Kate is such a nothing character, unfortunately. Uh, and Vi will, will always call Kate Cupcake, right? Um, which I'm sure it has to be like a fucking voice line in the game or some bullshit. Uh, it was, it, it was not good. It was very forced. We don't see Vi talk to anybody like that. And then all of a sudden, Kate's there, and it's like, hey, Cupcake. And it's like, oh, what? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, Wow, that's very homophobic of you, Rem. <laughs> <laughs> Let those no, lesbians hey, be lesbians, man. Hey, I think, I think Victor <laughs> and Jace should have fucked, all right? <laughs> I think they should have fucked uh, on screen, full nudity. Full uh, nudity, oh, wow. Uh, they didn't even have full nudity in the uh, the one other sex scene in the series. Yeah, uh, cowardice, I say, cowardice. Um, but no, I, it's like, hey, man, I, I wish I could support the lesbian romance. It's just kind of bland and poorly done. Um, well, hey, we got a whole second season coming out uh, next year to look forward to. So, <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll get more uh, strong lesbian character development. You know. Um, and, and so. Vi and Kate, they go to the Undercity and fuck around there and also then go uh, back to the, the rich bitch part of town 
and act as like kind of conduits. Uh, Jinx working for Silco now uh, has completely lost her mind in, in a way that's visually fun, but relatively uninspired from a content point of view for the mental illness. Um, it's like, oh, she still hears her friends and is constantly talking to them. Like, you know, it, it loses a little bit of grounding. <laughs> it loses a little bit of that. Um, it's no, it's no Puss in Boots. All right. <laughs> have you have you seen Puss in Boots? Uh, the the I guess it's like the the good sequel or Last yeah, Wish. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, it is quite good. Oh shit! Well, and it its sometime. depiction of uh mental health quite good. <laughs> Wow, interesting. All all I remember is that Twitter was going wild for uh for the Wolf Boy. They wanted to fuck the Wolf Boy, and I was like, okay. I I, I I don't I don't agree with that take, but you know, uh, nonetheless, Look, man, it was everywhere. <laughs> I I think the depiction of mental illness it's a bit shallow because it's just like, oh man, she crazy. She she had a rough childhood, so she's crazy in vague ways, and you're like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it probably didn't help that Father Number Three was a master gaslighter. It's true. I like Father Number Three, horribly abusive, but also sincerely cares. You know, uh, some some nice uh, nuance to the fucked up character. Yeah, like it, it, I I found it genuinely interesting when Jinx was uh, in danger of dying, and he seemed like he was wanted to do absolutely everything to keep her alive and save her. Which I was like, oh wow, that usually like your stereotypical evil villain guy is just like. Oh well, I'll get another one. Uh, but no, he actually seems to really care about her. Uh, and so Jinx, uh, Jinx, her arc with her sister. Unfortunately, now it becomes like it, 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 it. In more convoluted terms, it's just Jinx being jealous of Kate and a series of general misunderstandings that lead Jinx to be self-conscious and think that her sister doesn't love her anymore or something. Um, our, their, their arc loses a lot of luster in, in the second half, unfortunately. Uh, uh, and then it's reunited. Is it going to be Jinx? Or is it going to be Powder? Um, and she ends up killing Silco, but deciding that she is Jinx. Um, and there are lots of deals are to be made. And then you got a nice explosive, uh, cliffhanger ending. Uh, I, it, I don't know. There's, if you're like, oh, it feels like there should be. A little bit more, especially considering, like, the story is really, like, about those two. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but I'm a level with you. There's about four, maybe five episodes of substance for the sisters. The first three, and then you squish the rest into, like, one or two. Uh, it, it's, the, the pacing's a bit off. The pacing leaves a little bit to be desired, perhaps. Uh, and there, there's still some, like, fun moments, uh, but I think that Jinx is almost a really good character. She's not an actively bad character, but I, I, I think, I think there needs to be some script doctoring. You won't feel, you won't hear any arguments with me on that front, boss, like, <laughs> look, all I know is back in, oh god, when did she, when did she come out in League? Was it 2014? I can't remember. 2015, maybe? Look, all I remember is when I saw her promo art and, uh, you know, all that stuff, I was like, hmm, hmm, that's a mistake I would make, isn't it? <laughs> and <laughs> It very spoiled. much gives uh, Manic Pixie Dream Girl, but, like, the crazy and violent kind. It, it's, it's, 
you're Harley Quinns. It's yeah. in that vein. Oh, hey, dog. When Jinx came out, the cosplay community went by- oh, book wild, <laughs> and you could not go five feet without seeing a Jinx cosplayer. Right? I, I'm it, sure. It, yep. Uh, which, hey, was not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> was was not complaining because one, there were some very funny, awesome like uh, iterations of the cosplay, and two, look, I said that it was a mistake I would make. It's a mistake I have made in the past. So, you know, here we are, boss. See, and I, I talked at length about how I had never seen Vi a single time, which is still true. Uh, but uh, she is is certainly the more interesting character. I think her execution is less interesting than Jinx's, but the character is better. It's a nice weird case. C- shove them together and you have an amazing character. Separately, you have two pretty good characters uh it, it's a it's an interesting show it's a weird show uh it does a lot amazingly and then other stuff well <laughs> eh. uh and i i do think it is just very limited in the fact that it needs to stay true to league and that it's a prequel i think i i think a better show would have been a less successful but better show would have just been brand new characters in the League world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you get some of those, but most of them have died, unfortunately. Yeah, because they're the only ones that can. And it and the show knows that if it wants to tell the story like it wants to tell, there needs to be death. Uh, oh, you also have, like, this random mad scientist who I was like, okay, that has to be a character because they're, like, really emphasizing how relevant he is, but he's not. Uh, right. And there were just multiple moments like that where it's just, like, it's jarring. Uh, and it's not a completely fluid experience. If they had just gone in on completely original characters, have a few, like, champion cameos here and there, alright? Like, I get it. Uh, maybe even one or two of them is, like, tertiary character, right? Uh, you Keep Heimerdinger in his role, alright? That's <laughs> fine. Yep. That's fine. Uh, you may hate him. But he, he perhaps changes character a little bit, but like in that role that he plays, that's a okay to be like all of the main characters. Don't worry, they're they're gonna be a okay, and also occasionally we'll have to force some whack ass shit in there. Like uh, that that was always frustrating. It's still a good show. It's still a good show. Um, but I, I'm I'm gonna give it like a a seven out of ten probably, um, uh, which is very good, but. It, it was, like, usually an, an 8 out of 10, sometimes a 9 out of 10, but with a lot of, like, 4 to 5 out of 10 moments. Oof. You know, I think that's probably the most fair assessment you could have given the show. Like, especially considering the show, while it, it stands pretty well on its own, it clearly wasn't made for us, Rem. Like... Oh, certainly. It, it's very clear that they're like, hey, let's take the characters and lore of this beloved game because uh, despite what we say, it is quite a beloved game, um, and, you know, bring it to life, which, you know, I am here for, because I like complex lore and fantastical worlds with interesting champions and characters and whatnot, and telling stories about them and the world they're in is great. But I think you hit the nail on the head there, bud. Like, the biggest issue here is, at what point do they diverge from they assume happened before the events of the game, which uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Remington. I, I could not tell you the exact, uh, <laughs> like 
story, location, timeline, or implications of the game itself. Uh, I know there's a lot of shit that needs to happen to get to where their ch- to their champion's basic descriptions in uh, their bios on the site uh, in comparison to where they are now. But I also know for a fact that uh, unless they get to those points quickly, they're not going to be able to tell new stories. And I, I'll be honest, man, the only thing I can remember from the story is like, ah, shit, there's some bad stuff going around and you got to go and you got to break the other person's big crystal. <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't exactly, doesn't exactly leave much room for, you know, story. Uh, so I think, I think you're right. I think they need to just catch up to what the bios say as quickly as possible and then just tell a whole ass new story involving these characters and actually, you know, provide some linear narrative to this world because my God. Uh, also, also- I, I disagree. Obviously, there was going to be a season two. I disagree. I, I think the ending of season one, it's the good kind of cliffhanger where you should just leave it there. It's indicative of the cycles of violence, of how difficult uh, attempts at peace and compromise can be, uh, uh, levels of uh, abuse, both personally and then, like, systemically, uh, looking at levels of, like, class division, all of this stuff, right? Uh, it's like, yeah, just keep it a nice little ambiguous end. Uh, but, uh, uh, unfortunately, I, I, I don't have high hopes for what's to come, at least from my own standards. Yeah. I, I think that it will likely, uh, it'll likely become less interesting for me in season two, unfortunately. I could be wrong. That's where, well, that's what I suspect. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from completely. Uh, I myself, um, I, I, despite all of its problems, I still quite enjoyed the show myself as well. Uh, and I'm actually looking forward to season two because, you know, I, I like weird, complicated worlds with lore that pre-exists. And I, I'm curious to see what they do with it because I think, I think season one of Arcane is a good step. Um, but, uh, it, I think it's just the first step before they're allowed to make any more interesting choices. Here, in here, here's design. here's what I say. If they here's how I would do a season two. I would turn it into pure anthology. All right, each season you take a, a different batch of characters. All right, and uh, in a different part of the world, perhaps at a different time, and you focus on that instead. Then you get to explore all of your fun little champions. Right. Uh. Uh. But. You you don't need to keep beating things into the dirt. Yeah, yeah. I I'm just curious. I mean, we have a full year until season two comes out, Remington. Like literally, all they did was say, "Hey, November 2024," and people went fucking nuts. And I'm like, "All right, cool. Um, yeah, let's uh let's go from there." Oh, apparently Heimerdinger is a champion as well. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I, I, what do you mean? Apparently. Look, I didn't bother looking up. That fucker walked in, and I was like, "That is all." That one, I had no doubt about from the moment I laid eyes on him. Why the fuck would they include this little fucking thing if he wasn't a champion? Uh, because Remington, there, there are more than one of those little fuzzy guys in the game. And I was like, "Oh, look, nice." They had one for world building, and like I said, Rem, do you know how many fucking champions there are in League of Legends now? A billion. A hundred and sixty-six. What the fuck? Why? Yeah. It's a game that's that came out back in like 2011 or 2012, and they just have not stopped. Uh, so you know, forgive me for not knowing every single hero. I like the 
I looked at him and I was like, ah, he looks a bit like Teemo. Because I think that was the other little furry guy that I distinctly remember. Could Heimerdinger have been there from the beginning? 100%. Do I remember that fact? Of course not. Of fucking course not. You know who I played in League, Rem? I played Ash, Jinx, and I think Vi. So, look, I... I don't know who the hell Ash is, but is, is she uh, is, is she a woman with sexy art? I don't like you the- horny boy! <laughs> I don't like the tone you're taking. You horn dog! <laughs> That's not the reason. The reason I was... I see why... Oh, of course. You're like, oh, I really like their play styles. I, of I, course. I did so. Oh, <laughs> of course, bud. She was, well, first of all, she was the tutorial character, right? And second of all, she was an archer with an ice bow, and I thought that was cool. Look, we, I, we all understand why you played Leak. We all get it. Uh, some people have different reasons than others. We know yours. Look, 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 I'm going to send you a picture of the art and you're, you're, I, I think you're overemphasizing things. I'm just saying. You horny bitch. (laughs) She has a bow made of ice. How is that not the coolest thing? But why if she's in the tundra, she's in these snowy ass mountains, why does she have hardly any clothes on? You know. Rem, there are some questions that we shouldn't ask. Of, Why does uh, she Ryan? basically have a mini skirt and thigh highs? Why? That's not that's not Blizzard uh, attire. You need something better for that. Uh, looking at her champion page, um, I'm assuming it's because she doesn't really feel cold because she's attuned to a magical bow of true ice, apparently. Uh, look, man, if we, if we start di- dissecting the various individual lores of each character, eventually we're going to get to a point where none of it makes sense. So let's not focus on those details. Just, just know that I, those are the three characters I think I played. Uh, it depends on when Vi came out, because I think Vi came out after Jinx, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I feel like I liked the idea of a strong woman punching the shit out of people. I mean, I played a lot of Doomfist uh, in my Overwatch days, so, you know. Whatever you need to say to justify it. I, I, I don't think you're convincing a single person. <laughs> I'm not trying to convince anybody. I'm just being honest. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, I played other characters, too. Uh, let me... let me. Oh, crap, what characters are there? Hold As he on. desperately looks for any he might have played that aren't sexy woman? Uh, uh, they weren't all hot characters. Sure. Well, hot, hot lady characters, at least. I don't know, I feel like Vlad could do all right. <laughs> the point is, Remington, the point is, uh, I don't know enough about the lore to comment. All I know is that, hey, when season two comes out, if it's a good experience, I'm going to be satisfied. I'm probably going to watch it now. I put it off because of my predisposition for League in general. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I, hey, look, I want to see the battle lesbians do well. That's what I want to see. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to look forward to. And I think, you know, there's potential there, because clearly there's a lot of love and heart put into this production as a whole. Uh, yeah. You have to admit that. Like, yeah, there's a lot of issues with the writing itself, but, like, the art and direction of the animation itself. Oh, sir, Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, but with that in mind, Remington, we obviously not an anime, so can't really uh, give you a mouse score for it. Um, but uh, if you had to guess, I don't know, the IMDB rating, what do you think it would be? Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, uh... Yeah, you gotta re- you gotta recalibrate for this one because like it, you don't you don't got just weebs rating it. You also got uh, normal ass people too who stumbled upon it on Netflix and was like, "Ooh, what's this thing with the blue and pink hair? Let's have a look." Here, here's the thing. I think you got a bunch of 
weebs who will always rate it highly. You got a bunch of League of Legends homies who will rate it very highly. And then I think the normies who ended up watching it are normies who have heard from one of the former two camps that they need to watch it. Don't worry that it's League. It's fine. Um, I mean, Lord knows I've gotten that exact. Uh, and so it comes with like high recommendations. And so it's like the normies, even they have been specifically selected. Uh, and, and so I, I think it's going to be like around a nine, 8.8 perhaps. I, I, I think all, all the categories of people, I think only people who will really like it will watch this. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's one of those shows that if you look at the cover, you can be like, oh yeah, I'm probably going to enjoy that show. Yeah. Like it, it's very indicative of you see it and you're like, yeah, I could probably watch that and enjoy it because let's be honest, gorgeous. It's lovely. It's pretty it's stylistic. It's got powerful women, you know? Oh, Sean. <laughs> don't, don't look at me that way. I know we don't have our cams on right now, but I can tell you you're giving me a look. Hey, if you are uh, powerful women and you want to hit Sean up. <laughs> powerful women, plural. Are you trying to get me? Just send an email on animaticontext at gmail.com uh, saying, uh, saying Sean's new mommy. That, that should be the subject line. <laughs> We're taking applications, and I'll be honest, we, we will, we, we'll, we'll, we'll probably accept just about any one of them. Um, okay, we cannot use our fucking podcast to help my dating life, Remington. I don't need those kinds of emails. All right, so just animaticontext at gmail.com. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Are you... Oh... I'm just going to stop talking there because the more ideas they get of things to send us, the less it's going to be, uh, less good it's going to be for me. Um, so, Rem, uh, the IMDb rating for Arcane, uh, about 250,000 people left reviews for it. And uh, the currently on IMDb with those 250,000 reviews, it is sitting nice and pretty at exactly 9.0. And the breakdown of this is fascinating because unlike Mal, where you get weirdly a more even split uh on imdb 53.6 percent of the ratings are 10 out of 10 jesus christ yeah followed by another 25 percent that are 9 out of 10 and then it r quickly drops off to 12 then 4 and then only 1.8 percent of the people gave it a 1 out of 10 and i feel like the people who voted 1 out of 10 are either salty bitches or are doing everything they can to bring down the average because it's not a one out of 10 show, I think, in anybody's book. But yeah, no, like th the breakdown of this show isn't exactly balanced. Yeah. Because uh, I think I'm more with you. I think it's more like a 7 to 7.5 type of show for me. Uh, probably, I'm probably on the higher end of the spectrum than you are, but that's just because, you know me. I, I, like, my, I like my nerdy shit. Yep. And I can't, I can't help it. Fucking and dweeb. I, look, look. You may not agree with the two unstable magical sources being present, but I like them because I like unstable magic sources. <laughs> I think I, they could. I think it could be good. Yeah. Uh, they they just would need to have done more to I like agree. differentiate them. I agree, but I still enjoy them because look, man, you know what I like to play? I like to play wizards, and there's nothing I like more than having uh weird magical arcane things that will potentially fuck things up, but you just gotta poke it to find out, you know? You just gotta see. You gotta see, you gotta find out. So, more weird magical substances, please. I enjoy them. Um, but with that in mind, I guess the final question I need to ask you for this very long episode, uh, and I'm sorry, Dylan, in advance, 
but any chance you'd want to come back and watch season two of Arcane with me, Rem? Well, I, I, I had a good time with season one. Maybe if I hear ridiculously amazing things about it, I'll be swayed. I am not interested right now at all in a season two. It doesn't capture me. I feel like season one is enough. I don't think that'll change, but who knows? I mean, I got some bad news for you, Rem. You are going to be hearing super high-quality, amazing things. Over half of the people gave this a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. No, but, like, from people I respect. (laughs) 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 So if we get Dylan to watch it, and... I, I, I think Dylan I think Dylan would really vibe with it. Oh yeah, probably. Though the first time Jinx shows up on screen, he's gonna be like, Yeah, nope, been there. Yeah. Because I mean, let's be honest, all three of us have. Oh yeah. Uh, uh no regrets. Anyways, uh <laughs> I think with that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy us occasionally breaking the mold to watch an anime adjacent thing, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if that is not enough for you, you can head over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext where you can watch myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games very poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, as always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get... To the Yandere waifus, who, uh, just insert anything that Jinx did this uh, whole fucking show, dude. Uh, Uh, on that list. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, they'll probably just dress up as Jinx. I mean, that's a pretty easy thing to do. (laughs) There you go. Uh, we have, my name is First Now, bitch. Oops, sorry, I was just overly excited. You're not a bitch, please don't hurt me. Zombie Stomp, Zekule, Xanax, Zayden, your weekly reminder to wash your pits, Sean. Yandere Neko, why Sean, why Sean? When is the Force Fairy 5 revisit? Walk me home gently. Vinland Saga is Peakland Saga. Rem, please watch it. Utah number one, unknown person, unhinged prax. Totally God's angel, Titan CNH. Thopter not king, ruler of Ornai. The villain behind glasses wants welcome Cheetah say revisit. The Susanator. The Danish Viking will conquer the world with Roronoa Zoro as my navigator. The Capybara have no words to say this week. That guy that makes Rem say hunt at least once a week. Thanks for being the best thing to listen to while working out y'all's mostly agreeable takes distract me just enough. Turban, Tattooed Weeb, Super Zoo, Strawberry Milkshake. Sticking out your gat for the Rizzlers, you're so skibbity, you're so phantom tax. Uh, I, uh, one I, of those I don't understand. Yeah, I, I got most of that, I think. It's just the last part that I'm a little confused on. Yeah, well, well let's, let's learn a little, shall we? Let's, <laughs> let's learn slang. Uh, specifically, I, I just need to understand phantom tax. Th- same, same. I got the other ones. It, it's, it's, it's when you steal people's food. Don't do that. That's stupid. That's or someone mean. who wants to yoink your food. I, hmm. What's the etymology on that? Do we have time uh, There's that? a YouTuber named Phantom that has a joke where he steals people's food. That's not really a joke. Stacy's mom, Snakey Pie, Silent Secondary, <laughs> Shoujo Addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch, Shanichi, please, for the love of God, don't fuck the pink gorilla, Seth Senju, Seraphim the Shark Plushie, Sagoy Dekai, that's what she said, Ross Palmer, Rhiannon Williams, RGB98, Rem uses the drums of liberation to free all weebs from bad anime, Rem puts the bara in capybara, see if in anything you should be saying capybara ara. Uh, <laughs> <Dumb>. Rem... <laughs> 
<laughs> That's Sean's new catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> just the word Tom? No, yeah, which is for for you for you, no, Capybara Ara. Capybara Ara, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there you go. Uh Rem loves the big hole. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Quickly to the Chef and Omusco tier, we have uh, Professor Fox, pro tips out of context, if you want to prevent Rem from looking like a bird hater, join the Aviary Kiwi Evangelion for 2023. I see it begins. Praise Haruhiism, have you heard of our Lord and Savior Haruhi? Pacwell Musico, other McNutt. Onara Goro is the best episode so far. Oh no, Big Brother stretched my anus. Oops. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier where everybody is getting ahead. We're not there yet, guys. Uh, no waifu, no laifu. 907, Nice Legs Daisy Dukes makes man go do-do-do. Neon... Angel uh, Huvo. Misaka made turkeyaki for Thanksgiving, says Mis- Misaka, while glossing over that three people choked on the mochi stuffing. Makeka 7 Hirto. Murmurcorn Fire. Mecha Zap, making fake mal account so I can rate Force Fairy 5. 10 out of 10. Macaroni Uchiza. Love AOT and like the pod after six months of focused listening. Looking for a new stepsister to fuck. Link Joker. Liam Dunn. Kip Kip and Sci-Side demand your seeds as tribute. Excuse me? King Rich Rock. Cassidy. Jax. Jam Hands. I was and have been successful in trying not to starve on my own, but I bashed my head on overhead equipment at work. Uh, I love Dungeons and Daddies. I'm here for the Haunted House stories. Hunter Tane. Hey, Sean, I got a text just now. It says durability test level one begin. Hey, Remington, Brendan's grandma misses you. Call her. She yearns for your secret sauce. Goggle McGiggle fuck. Glenn Michael Dolan. Farmer Weeb wants Patreons to know it's Christmas time for Eva, so say angel. Fantide. F-bomb. Erica McCorkle. El- Elborn Quenyo. Do-do-do-do. Uh, Daniel Riot, Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Cryptid Milf, Crypt Killer Steve, Country Fried Goth here to remind you that you just lost the game. Coming together like Voltron, except I'm making a dodeca fuck. Chris Wood, Cheese Monkey, Cat Girls are best girls, so give them, give me them cute little paws. Carl Steph, Captain Thunderpants, Rockhard for Geodudes, it's going to be a very Eva Christmas. Big Blue Bear Boy, Big Tony Bear Trap, Bird B. Flem, RMC, Anonymous Gamer, Animatic Context ruined my happy sugar life. And every day that Raven comes to visit. Amazing Muffin, AJ Tunnel's fool that was no Skittle but an M&M in disguise, fucking amateur. Aisha Gudgy, after today I think some cannibalism would be good for all of us. And Aaron Hegland. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier. I, everybody... I like how they're gaslighting you into trying to start the Boy Wizard tier early. Yeah, yeah it happens so, so much, so much. Uh, but, but now, you know, here we are. Everybody is going to get their own champion from League. What does that mean? Easiest, fucking easiest thing to do. Oh, you know, truly, truly. Uh, I will say, anybody who plays League, this has to be your new main, so Godspeed, yeah. motherfucker. And if uh, you don't, you gotta download it and try it. Otherwise, how are you gonna know? Them's the rules. What does Daddy Rum say to Mommy Sean? You get Gangplank. Uh, Vincent- I played Gangplank. I remember Gangplank. <laughs> Vincent He's Calabrese. A big pirate, and he had you a get cannon. Scion. The Drew is tired. She is EP. You get Swain. That guy who chuckles, or that guy who fucks. You get Akshan. Ryan loves Sorry? Milena. You get Ramus. Rowdyo, you are going to get Darius. Roskop, you are going to get Trindamer. Rent a girlfriend to revisit now or make Rem watch some more Sword Art Online. You are going to get Elise. Please consider the Magical Girl musical of Healer Girl. I want to know Rem's opinion. You get Draven. PL Mayor, you stink. You get Pantheon. Nuh-uh, Spy, you get the big ol'. Nightshade Blade, you are going to get uh, LeBlanc. Monogatari is everything. I skipped part two on previous episodes, so I have no idea what the fart you want. Uh, you are gonna get Callista. Mike got his Overlord review. You get Quinn. Miguel Delion, you are going to get Oriana. 
Latino has muscle rheumatism at 21, no more boxing training, I guess. You are going to get Velkaz. Kugor, you are going to get Kled. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes, you are going to get Seraphin. Cassie, you get Jinjiao. Jinjiao. Uh, Carver271, you are going to get Timo. Cameron Coates, you get Morgana. Bloodcell, not the bitch boy white ones, you get Tristana. Beethoven1201, you get Bard. Audience member is paying the cost to reveal their modifier, Epic Self 7. You get Varus. Anonymous, you are going to get Warwick. Animated Z, you get Kali. All Father Awaits the Flight to Germany. You are going to get Victor. Hey, it's from the show. Uh, we, we got one. Uh, name written <laughs> in Japanese, so I don't know how to pronounce it. You are going to get Ziggs. And second to none, you are going to get uh, Rengar. Now we move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where Sean, as Joey Wheeler, will commentate your performance as if it were an eSport, and then I will tell you what he's commentating on about you. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, here we go. First, we start with I want... <laughs> Uh, to dick me down so hard, my ancestors end up with phantom pains. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh right, gotta do the thing. I was, sorry, I was thrown off. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, alright. Uh, oh man, look at them go. They are getting really deep into the jungle there. Is this greedy? Are they going to take out the mid-jungle boss, or are they going to lead the other team into trying to, uh, Take it on when they are unprepared. It could go either way, folks. Uh, this is what happens when you lead the Thornberries on an expedition. <laughs> Next we got my dear old mom. Ooh, that was a clutch misplay on the enemy's part, and they are not letting them, uh, forget it. They are pushing very hard down top lane and about to take out their arcane turret. My mom just killed a nerd. <laughs> In cold blood. Oh. Uh, last but not least, we got four months in counting. Let's see. Uh, God, trying to remember all of my esports lingo is a fucking killing me. Uh, it seems like they're going with a rushdown strategy rather than a more patient uh, build up and uh, move forward uh, procedure. Currently, uh, the uh, enemy team is letting it happen, which is not ideal in this situation. What they need to do to counter this is to really rush in themselves, take out some key opponents and then leave the uh encounter to recuperate you can't let them build up that, that many trash mobs you having sex at a landfill <laughs> thank you all for tuning in if you want to reach out whether it's for a comment question feedback or recommendation you can tweet us at anime con pod on twitter or send an email over on to anime out of context at gmail.com can't help but notice i feel like i put a little more effort into mine than you did hey fuck uh, you bud <laughs> With that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you all very, very much. Happy Thanksgiving. And as always, don't fuck your sister. I just want Kirito to like look me in the eyes at like episode seven or eight and fuck me. But the, the child killing wasn't the reason. It was just a, a side effect, as it were. She is non-stop fisting me. Ah, shit, there's some bad stuff going around, and you gotta go, and you gotta break the other person's big penis.
I bombed the child. Mission accomplished. You know what I like to play? I like to play with myself. You horn dog! You horny boy! Capybara, alright. You horny bitch.